begin to thank God. Thank the Lord. Yes, Lord, feel us. Feel us. Dear Lord, Holy Ghost, show up for us. He said, where two or three are gathered in your name, there you are in their midst, Lord. You are here. You are here. You are here, Lord. We know you are here. Manifest yourself in our midst. Manifest yourself. That we will experience your reality. Open our eyes. That we may see wondrous things in your word that is coming to us. Open down our eyes to God. That we may see wondrous things in your way. Grant us understanding. Give us illumination. 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 I speak to the anointing of God. In you to rise up. Let the anointing of God in you rise up. Let the anointing of God in you rise up. The Lord raise a standard. The Lord raise a standard. The Lord raise a standard. La Belka to Savanda Babaya. La Broika to Nabaya. Iluasa Tabanda. The breath of God. Oh, the breath of God be upon us this morning. I declare, let every bands of wickedness be broken in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. We are in the period of fasting, and so um, uh, our broad topic under this fasting is change through fasting. And last week, Pastor Bo gave a very powerful overview. Of what and he used an illustration which I quickly want to remind everyone. And one of the things he said is that if you are undertaking a journey. And especially if you are using a saloon car. Sometimes you may not see very far. And see that danger is coming. But when you are on a, an elevation, you will see very far. Amen. Amen. So God, who is the most high, can see what the enemy is doing and what he is bringing and begins to tell you that move faster hallelujah Amen. because if you don't move faster the enemy will crash into you amen 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 so this faster you must undertake it. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And another point he made, I'm just going over before I, I continue from there. <laughs> that in order to be able to speed up, one of the things that we need to do is to fast. Because fasting is what? It's medicine. It is, it is what? It is medicine against the flesh. Amen. Amen. It is medicine, a strong medicine against the flesh. And so, when we do the fast, it breaks the power of the flesh. Hallelujah. Amen. So, I'm, I'm trying to continue from there. So, so what is a fast? What is a fast? You know, um, for many of us, when we hear the word fast, the one that we really pay attention to and we equate to fasting is abstinence from food. Abstinence from food. And so sometimes our understanding is that once I didn't eat, then that is fasting. So I am not eating, but every other thing in my life continues that way. But that is not what fasting is. Amen. Amen. When you want to play the game of football, there are many things involved. You need a pack. You need players on both sides. You need referees. You need assistant referees. And there are rules that govern it. That is what makes it football. So, for example, you think you have scored a goal. You see, when we went to Abuja to play the last match, the Nigerians scored a second goal. And they were celebrating. Then the referee went to check. Then he realized that one of the Nigerian players, his head and his foot was ahead of the Ghanaian defense. And he ruled it as offside. 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 Because all the rules were not observed. So many things go into making football. In the same way, many things go into fasting. Are you with me? Abstinence from food is just one of the and so there are people who are not fasting. They say they are on hunger strike. They also, they are abstaining from food, But that is not fasting. So let's go to um, Isaiah chapter 58. We want to really look at a fast. 
we must understand the same way players, the people who engage in football, do everything to understand what football is. We must also understand what fasting is so that this two weeks fast, we will meet the standards of what a real fast is and we will do a real fast. There is reward for fasting. But it is when we meet all the, the conditions of a fast that the reward is given. So, when black stars, for example, observe all the roots and beat Nigeria, that alone there is a reward. $12 million for just qualifying to participate in the World Cup. I mean, cool. Cool. Do you understand? Now, no more three million in a in a plane to Brazil. Cool. <laughs> so there is a reward, but you you must meet the conditions. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. When you don't also obtain your goals, you you weep. So they also play the match, isn't it? But they are weeping. May you undertake this fast and get the reward. Because you understood what a fast is. And all that must go into it. Amen. So let's try and see what 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 Fast. Isaiah chapter 58. Okay, let's start from verse 5 rather. Is it, it says, Is this such a fast that I have chosen? God is talking about a certain understanding the Jews had of what a fast is. For which reason they were doing it. And they were not getting the results. There was no profiting. And they were complaining that why have we done all this and, and we don't see anything. Then he begins to really teach them what the fast that is acceptable to God is. So he said, is it such a fast that I have chosen? A day for a man to afflict his soul? Is it to bow down his head as a bulrush and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Would thou call this a fast and an acceptable day to the Lord? Verse 6. Is not this the fast I have chosen? One, to loose the bands of wickedness. Two, to undo the heavy burdens. Three, to let the oppressed go free and to break every yoke. Four, is it not to deal thy bread to the hungry and that thou bring the poor that are cast out to thy house? When thou seest the naked, that thou cover him and that thou hide not thyself from thy own. He said, then, Shall the light break forth? So the next thing he begins to talk about is the reward. But let's first look at what we really need to deal with in this fast that we have committed ourselves to do. Hallelujah. And when we you commit yourself to a fast. What is it that you have committed yourself to deal with? Are you with me? So, 
he set out goals which we, we found out. He said that the first goal in a fast which you must really you must really see to it that you have dealt with it. He said that you must break the bands of wickedness. We'll come to what it is. But you must break the bands. You must commit to break the bands of wickedness. Two, he said that you must undo the heavy burdens and let the oppressed go free. In other words, what fasting does or what fasting is is that you undo the heavy burdens and let a person go free. That is fasting. So if you didn't undo the heavy burdens and let this person go free, then you didn't do a fast. The third goal says is to break the yoke. <laughs> For fasting has to do with coming to a place where compassion you become compassionate and generous. Hallelujah. Amen. Compassion and generosity. He said, is it not to dish your food to the hungry compassion and He said, to bring the poor to your home. Hospitality. 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 That the spirit of hospitality from God will come upon you. That is fasting. Amen. Amen. Then he says, to provide for your own. Which means that now you begin to pay a lot more attention, especially to, to, to your responsibility to your family, your responsibility to your church, your responsibility to the kingdom of God. That's fasting. And in these two weeks of fast, may you accomplish all. May you accomplish all. May you accomplish all. Amen. Amen. So now let's take them one at a time. The first, which we all agree and accept, is that during fasting, we abstain from food. And that is difficult. It's very, very difficult to abstain from food. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, a number of times when uh, we are fasting, we get so busy and because our understanding of fasting is, oh, I didn't eat, so I fasted. We go through the period and we don't do the other things that but why is it that what is oh let me put it this what is the implication what is the implication when we abstain from food you see when we understand that it is easy for you to go through that sacrifice. What is the implication of what you are doing? Okay. So you met the president and you slapped him. Slapped him. But it has implications. Isn't it? Implications. So when you abstain from food, 
There is also implication that there is a reason behind it. And when you understand this one, you'll be ready to, to, to let go of your food as part of the fasting. You see, amongst the Hebrews, Food, say food, represents life. Because if somebody has food to eat, you have life. When you don't have food, death is staring at you in the face. That is why in fighting, in fighting, the enemy will try to surround the city. And in so doing, what they are saying is, you can't have access to food because the farms are outside the city. And as they begin to stab the people, they are starving them to death. Are you with me? Are you with me? They are squeezing your life out of you. Because life is all that you are. They are forcing you to surrender. So, when you take your food, you see, they understood what food stands for life. So, in fasting, in fasting, you see, when you are fasting, that food you are denying yourself, it is part of your worship. Isn't it? Fasting is part of your worship. The Muslims fast as part of their worship. The Christians fast as part of their worship. The agnostics, those who don't believe in God, that there is, they, they say there is no God, they don't fast. Because they, don't, they claim they don't worship anything. So the reason you are fasting and I'm fasting is because it is part of our worship to Jehovah. Are you with me? Are you with me? So when you your food which represents your life when you sacrifice it to God as part of your worship to him you are you are surrendering your life you are you are presenting your life on the altar to him understand this don't don't get angry when you have to sacrifice your food because you know why you are sacrificing it you know who you are giving it to it is your sacrifice it is your offering and you see why were offerings made it was to invoke the God you worship to intervene in your life. Do you understand? So one day David had made the mistake of counting the people. And judgment had come. And people were dying. But he was a, a spiritual um, he, he, he was a spiritual man. He understood okay. spiritual things. He knew that, look, this situation I find myself in, it is beyond me. My human abilities cannot handle it. (laughs) And that is why we need supernatural intervention. That is the whole reason why 
we worship God. We have a covenant with him. Because in a covenant, you cut a covenant with somebody who is greater, a nation greater. You see, the reason why Russia could just invade Ukraine like this is because they don't have a covenant with any big nation. But let them try to attack any NATO nation. They are, they are six. They are 30 today. They used to be 16. They are 30 today. 30 They've got covenant with greater nations like the US, France, Britain. And you see, now that Ukraine, what you read, if it was NATO, the rest of NATO would have intervened. So, David understood this and he made a sacrifice unto God. And the moment he did that, God intervened and the plague stopped. Because an offering had been made and when and, and God understands the transaction that I am doing this to invoke you to come in. So the food that you are denying yourself of is not that you are inflicting pain on yourself. Hallelujah. Amen. What you are doing is that Lord, because food represents life. I have put my life on the altar. <laughs> I don't know Isaac was lying on the altar like this. Isaac for And the Lord spoke. Don't touch that boy. Don't touch him. Don't touch him. I've made alternatives. When you put your food, it's part of your worship. It's your life. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. He said that present your body as a living sacrifice. And the food is for the body. The food is for, you see, the body you have eh, is food. Is food. You did biochemistry, right? 22 amino acids in different combinations. Food. So anytime you eat those amino acids in animals, fish, egg is chopped up. It's chopped up. When you eat it, digestion, it breaks it down and then it uses it to build your body. This is food. Present your body as a living sacrifice. He said, it is your acceptable service <laughs> to God. To God. To God. God. When you wake up in the morning, the, you, you can even lift up the food. If you really want, you can li- I say, God, <laughs> to help your faith and to help yourself and to help you say, God, today, the fasting continues. This food, I'm not going to eat it, is given to you. As an act for you to intervene in my life. Oh, my problems. Are you with me? So the abstinence alone. You, you, you are not punishing yourself. You are doing so. You are bringing God down. By faith. And God understands that. Amen. Amen. 
So that is the first part. Or that is one part of fasting. May you give your food willingly unto the Lord. And as you do, by implication, you are telling God that I surrender my body, I surrender my spirit, I surrender my soul. I am completely surrendered unto you because you see, that has been your goal and that is our goal as Christians. But sometimes you see that it is not easy to surrender. So what a fasting does is that it is a time where you begin to focus that look. This time, I'm going to just focus and make sure that I am fully surrendered. Fully surrendered. I'm going to do it consciously. I'm going to do it deliberately. It's an act of surrendering. Surrendering. What are you surrendering? Your whole being. That God, you are the authority over my life. I'm fully yours. Take over completely. Hallelujah. Amen. The same way in idol worship. Someone will take a child and present it to the gods to possess that child. That this child is your spirit, soul, and body. I've sold this child to you. And we all understand the implications. We all know. When someone takes the child to, to a shrine, to a god, and says, Look, or when somebody says that Satan possess my soul, possess my spirit, possess we all know what it means. So when you also tell God, I surrender, know what it means that God, what I am saying is that take over my spirit completely, my soul completely, my body completely. That, that is uh, with my understanding, I know what I am doing willingly. Because there are benefits. There are benefits. There are benefits. <laughs> You see, even a nation like Nineveh, that was a pagan nation. When the prophet got there, Jonah, and began to cry. In three days, in 40 days, sorry, in 40 days. God will overthrow this city. They understood that when a fast is done correctly and they meet the conditions of the fast, the supernatural will intervene in their judgment and change it. And so you will also understand it in Jesus' name. If they without the Holy Ghost could understand it, from the king all the way to the smallest, from the king all the way to the smallest, including animals, how can you say that me, I'm only 11 years old, so I can't fast? I'm just 13 years. Fasting is for the adults. Show me in the Bible. They say that because they have not understood. The same way adults who have not understood don't want to do it. For lack of knowledge, my people perish. Hallelujah. Amen. Abstinence. The next one. He says. To break. 
the bands of wickedness. Amen. Amen. The word loose means to open. You know, those days they had shackles. Shackles are like a kind of padlock. And, 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 and then says to open. Now, the word wickedness here is the Hebrew word Resha. Say Resha. 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 Now, what does Resha mean? Now, Resha has to do with someone who habitually habitually walks away from God. The path the path of righteousness, he, he walks away from the ways so, of God. He, he's not living the ways of, of a Christian. He's not living like God. Hallelujah. Amen. You are almost always deviating. And because there are consequences when you walk away, from that path we call it you've missed the path we call it sin and the wages of sin is what death the wages of sin is death the wages of sin is death the wages of sin is death are you with me but wickedness is that force and we learned about the, uh, the flesh but we are not talking about that. that that person that that devil that demon that exerts pressure on you to walk away from the ways of God and to live a life that is contrary to what God has saved you to live. Because many of us have been saved. And we are supposed to live a certain way of life. But when you watch your life. Every day you seem to be going away, and then you say, God, I am sorry. The next moment you are, and God, I'm sorry. And, and sometimes, I feed them my bread, and so, and you conclude that because occasionally I go to church. I am still a Christian. Because where are you, Christian? Hallelujah. Amen. But you are away from God. You are not having fellowship with God. You are not having fellowship with God. You are not having fellowship with God. On continual basis. He said, that thing that holds you and makes you always, he said, fasting destroys it. In other words, if you really did the fast the way you should do it. So, what it means is that when you are going to fast, one of the, your goals and what you are going to focus on is that this, this habitual behavior of mine which is of the devil. It is not from God. During this period, I'm going to break it. 
I will not give it any foothold. It will not be found in my life. It will not be associated with me again. During this period, I'm going to do everything with the help of God to destroy this. Then that is a fast. But if at the end of the two weeks, all these idols are still there, all these habits are all in place. Then God said, Is is that the first that I have chosen? Hallelujah. 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 Amen. That is why we are saying that we are using fasting to bring a change. Because God uses fast to bring a change. Amen. Amen. May your fasting, may this fast you are embarking on, may every band of wickedness at work in your life be broken in the name of Jesus, be destroyed in the name of Jesus. May you take your stand, may you give yourself no rest, may you give God no rest until the of wickedness at work in your life and in this church they are fully destroyed. Bible says that that is a fast. God says that if that is what you are doing then you are fasting. He said if that is not what you are doing then you are on hunger strike. Ask yourself mention your name and ask yourself <laughs> is, is that what I'm doing is that what I'm doing is that what I'm doing how many of you during this fast have, have, have decided that look these bands of wickedness I'm going to uproot them from my life. I'm going to destroy all of them from my life. When you come to that place, then you are fasting. Then you are fasting. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I see you rise up in the power of understanding and in the power of God and in the grace of God and destroy all the bands of wickedness. I see you rise up with a certain willingness in your hand to surrender your life to God and to willingly and gladly say, I abstain from food. That's a fast. In fact, the Jews were not doing it right in a number of times. Even in Jesus' times, they will make sure that their faces are very dry and all that, and everybody will see that they are fasting. And Jesus said, if your goal is so that everybody will know you are doing a two-week fast, then you already have your reward. Because the people you wanted them to know you are fasting, they know. So that's that's your reward. You wanted them to know you are not eating. That's the reward you wanted. He said, you've got it. But so by you, when you are fasting, enter into your chamber. Enter into your chamber. If you know, want to know what the chamber is, look for one of the preaching on chamber. But now we are talking about fasting. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. He said, next, 
When you are fasting, he said, undo the heavy burdens. Undo the heavy burdens. Undo the heavy burdens. And let the oppressed go free. Undo it. Undo it. Undo it. Undo it. You see, Jesus came and he said that. Take my yoke. And learn of me. He said, my yoke is easy. And my burden is light. And you will find rest for your soul. A yoke. A yoke. You know a yoke, right? Now, one of, in fact, the primary reason for a yoke is to teach and to train. Is to teach and to train. So that you bring competency into the person for the person to do a certain work. So those days they will be using a bull to plow. A bull to work. If the bull has not been trained, has not been taught, it cannot do the work. It will do it. So the yoke is supposed to equip you for the work of ministry, to do work. Equip you to live the life of God. Equip you to function just like God. So, that's why they will use that wood. And they will connect one side of the yoke to an experienced animal. An animal that understands the work and that can deliver. And hook it to another one. That is a learner. Are you with me? So that they do a certain work. And Bible says that as Christians, somebody other than Jesus has yoked you. Christ has come into your life all right, but you have refused to take his yoke and learn of him. You, you have refused to take his burden, which is light. He said there are certain loose systems that say it's, the source is the devil. And as long as you are part of that yoke, he will pull you along because the experienced pull will always pull the other one along. Hey, this, is, this is what we are plowing. Come on. It is fornication we are committing. Come on. Let's do it together. It is hatred that what we are working is hatred. We are working against that person and in the church. Come on. Hallelujah. Amen. And he is training you in the art to be perfect and skilled in doing wickedness. 
You see, parents, when they notice that the friend you are working with is a dangerous friend, they quickly want to take you away from that person. Because the longer they allow you to stay with the person, the more wicked you become. So God also sees that this my children. There are certain things going on in there. I'm not going to wait for it to go. Immediately, hey, declare fast and break this thing. Take certain actions. Break yourself loose before you become addicted. Become addicted and take hold of you and become a band of wickedness and oppression that now you are wayward. When they say it, your song is that who can cry because you become hardened. Hallelujah. So in fasting, you, you look at your life and you say, who has been leading me? Who has been training me? You reevaluate whether you are really following Christ. He's your teacher. The things he says, you do them or you ignore them. And, 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 and you, 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 you put it in place. Lord, Lord, open down my eyes that I may see wondrous things in thy word of God. Lord, I pray that the Holy Spirit, he will teach me, he will lead me. Then that we call it a fast. You, you are making sure that you meet those conditions. You are making sure you are uprooting all these things that are not of God. All this weed. Amen. 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 He said, A man planted wheat in his garden. But while men slept, the enemy came and planted other things. It is a time where you examine your life, your garden. Because God has seen that there are some weeds in there that must be taken out. That the, the season and the time had come, it has to be taken out. And if it is not done at the right time, the weeds will take over. May you rise up in the spirit of God and uproot all those things in the mighty name of Jesus. And when you are doing that, then Bible says that you are fasting. Then you are fasting. Then you are fasting. If you are not doing that, then you are not fasting. Hallelujah. 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 He says, because of time, let me just fast track. He said, to deal your bread to the hungry. He's talking about compassion and generosity. Second Corinthians chapter 8 verse 7. Can you give us that scripture? Generosity and compassion. He says, therefore, as ye abound in everything, in faith, in utterance, and knowledge, and in all diligence, and in your love to us, see that, see that, See that you abound in this grace also. See that you abound in this grace also. What grace was he talking about? The grace to give. 
Generosity. Generosity. To give. To give. In fasting, you look at yourself and you can see that. I'm Armstrong. <laughs> I, I don't I don't open my hands freely. You need to use apply. <laughs> to open my hands. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, compassion is very, very, very important. You see, when you study the life of Jesus, there are many places as you said that he was filled with compassion. And then either he will heal he will teach, he will provide, he will do a certain miracle. Are you with me? So what is compassion? Compassion has to do with the bowels. Bowels. But it's not just, it's, it's, it's not just the bowels, but the movement of the bowels. And you see, when they talk about the movement of the bowels, Look at someone who, who, who has a running tummy. Okay. It's someone who, whose bowels is constantly on the move. All right? We are, we are explaining what compassion is. Because compassion, that, that's, that's the thing it describes. The word they found for that incident. That's what they are saying. Any time the bowels move something comes out isn't it when you are running your tummy is running when it moves something comes out isn't it so any one of us when we realize that mm, we have entered into a physical mode of compassion. You see that you are running. You don't want to go out. Because you don't know when or where compassion will work. Your tummy will move. And if you are on the Kumasi Highway, and then it moves in the middle of the night. You are afraid to enter the bush. What are you going to do? You see, so anytime they say that Jesus was moved by compassion, something came out. Either healing came out of him, he healed somebody, he fed somebody, he taught because compassion will make what is inside you come out. So God says that I have seen that when it comes to living generous life and, and helping people being on service, I have seen that you have constipation constipation one week, two weeks, three weeks, one month, one year you are not doing anything good to anybody that's serious but fasting cheers it, hallelujah it it's a time when you look at yourself one who said, look when it comes to giving my head is hard when it comes to giving and fasting is the medicine that will soften your bowels to do good time you will give time to God <laughs> Something will time will come out of you. Fellowship with God. Hallelujah. Amen. 
I'm trying to take my time to explain this thing so that we will do the fast with understanding. We, we will know what is expected of us. I've shared this before and I'll share it again. Years ago, I knew this carpenter. He sent his boys to go and do some work. When he gave the instruction to the senior apprentice, one of the boys was there. He, he didn't hear it, the instructions well. So when the apprentice, they got there and the apprentice said, I'm going to buy the nails and all that and, and come. As they were waiting, the guy who was with the apprentice when the instructions was, he said, ah, why are we waiting? They said, we are waiting for, he said, oh. Master said that we are going to do garden chairs. Garden chairs. They asked him, are you sure? He said, yes. So they picked the saw and started cutting all the wood into certain measurement to do garden chairs. By the time the senior apprentice came, the wood they were going to use for <laughs> something else, they've cut it into pieces for garden chairs. Because somebody didn't understand and didn't hear well what was to be done and did something else. And the Jews because they did not hear well when what God meant by fast. They were also doing garden chairs. Doing something else. And God said, ah, is this what I've been asking you to do? And so me, myself, I acknowledge that in times past, I did garden chairs. (laughs) The first I did, they were garden chairs. Because I really didn't get the full picture. But having come to understand it, may the Lord God open your eyes to understand. To understand. Begin to pray for understanding. Begin to pray for understanding. Pray for understanding. Pray for understanding because the word bana comes from the word bin, which means understand. Bana means to build. It means that you need to understand in order to be able to build. So pray for understanding. So that you can build up the momentum for this fast. Pray. 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 That you willingly surrender your food. As a sacrifice of your life. I surrender my life to you. I surrender my life to you. This life is not my own anymore. Lord, whatever you want to do with my life, do it. Lord, whatever you want to do with my life, do it. It is time to stop saying that me and me did because one day I surrender unto you, Lord. Because he is the giver of life. Fasting means it is time 
to destroy the habit, the bands of wickedness, the habit of always walking away. Failure to pay attention to God and to stay on what he says you should do. understanding for compassion generosity hospitality oh shataya and bible says that as you do all these things he said then will your light come forth it means that all these things have become like a bushel it has become like a bushel God said that nobody lights a lamb and puts it under a bushel so God has not put your light under a bushel but somebody an enemy has done this an enemy has put a bushel but he said in a fast as you begin to destroy all these things, he said, Then Kato Sabaya, something will break forth. He said, Your light will break forth. Your light will shine in the darkness, and darkness will never be able to comprehend it. Oh, it's a period of Katalambalo. Hey, Kato Sabaya, pray. Your light will shine. It will shine. It will shine. It will shine. God has determined it. God has determined it. God has determined it that your light will shine. Oh, Bakoto Sabaya. But he has not let you alone to do it. He is working with you. Oh, Barasinda Babaya. He said, in our weakness, the Spirit Himself, in our weakness, oh, Bataraba Kandoya helps our infirmity. Oh, Batanaya Bakatosa. Change in Jesus' mighty name, Amen. Amen. All right, God richly bless you.